Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Decal Download Podcast. We're your source for the latest news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. With Commissioner Amy Jacobs, I'm Reg Griffin. We appreciate you joining us this week and every week. You can always find us at decal.ga.gov or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You will definitely find us there. Well, last month, DECAL named our Georgia's Pre-K Teachers of the Year for the 2022-2023 school year, just in time for our annual Georgia's Pre-K Week, October 3rd through the 7th. The public school winner is Shannon Gibson from Baldwin Elementary School in Baldwin, and the private child care center winner is Elena Jones from Acres Academy Incoming. And Commissioner, on September 23rd, you were able to visit both these programs and surprise Shannon and Elena with the good news in person. Yes, and it was a great day, and uh, they both were very excited and hopefully surprised. And it was just uh, so great to be back in person. We've done these obviously over Zoom. We haven't missed a year, but we've done them over Zoom, and there was excitement over Zoom. But like we always say about everything, there's nothing better than being in person. No, not at all. And I, I was telling Elena, I loved her reaction when you showed up and you kind of looked like, do you even know why I'm here? <laughs> you just already lost it. It was so funny uh, and really heartwarming. Joining us this week to talk about uh, their experiences of being selected Georgia's Pre-K Teachers of the Year. And by the way, they're meeting for the first time in this podcast recording are Shannon Gibson and Elena Jones. Ladies, thanks for stepping away from the classroom for a moment and joining us today. It's great to be here. And we also want to thank, uh, yeah, it's great to have you here. We also want to uh, welcome Megan McNeil, our Summer Transition Program and Outreach Manager. She oversees the Teacher of the Year recognition every year. And Megan, we always love having you and uh, kind of behind the scenes details of what it means to be Teacher of the Year. Are you excited? I am super excited and thank you for having me. Well, first, let's get to know uh, both of you guys uh, a little better. Um, Shannon, where are you from? How did your journey lead you into a career in early childhood education? I'm from Habersham County, and that's actually where Baldwin is, but I live in Demarest. There's lots of little towns in Habersham County. Um, I've been teaching pre-K since 2009. I taught in Hall County for a while, and um, I've been in the Habersham school system since 2015. When I went to college, I really thought I'd teach probably third through fifth grade. That's where a student taught. That's just what I thought I would end up doing. I have a dual degree in special ed and early childhood education. And when I graduated college, it was a time when there were a lot of hiring freezes and it was pretty difficult to find a teaching job. Mm. And I sort of just by happenstance ended up getting a, a job in pre-K. And I thought, oh, I don't I don't know if this is for me or not. And I ended up falling in love with it. And when I transitioned to the Habersham County school system, my special ed degree helped with that because initially there I taught an inclusion Georgia pre-K class. Mm -hmm. But since then, we've transitioned um, my classroom over to just a regular education classroom. Um, but that's kind of how I ended up where I am. And I really enjoy what I do. You were probably not the first pre-K teacher mm -hmm. I've interviewed who said, I didn't really set out to be a pre-K teacher. No, and then I loving really it, though, that's also a common <laughs> factor. A lot of people say that. Yes, I, I really enjoy, I feel like I have more freedom 
in a pre-K classroom to teach to the children's needs. And I see that because I'm in an elementary school and I see all of the standardized testing and all of the meetings and all of the many, many, many curriculums that we have to use as educators. But in pre-K, we have a curriculum. You know, we have standards to teach, but there is a lot of freedom to really teach to the needs of the students because that's what you're encouraged to do in pre-K. You're encouraged to really go with their interests and what they need and what whatever way will teach them the best. And so that's something that it's hard for me to leave. It's something that I enjoy so much is that freedom that I have to really do what my students need. Yeah. Elena, how about you? Was this something that you planned or how was your journey into early childhood education? Well, I'd been teaching a funny story. I'd been teaching pre-K and preschool forever. It seems (laughs) like. And when I moved here, I moved here like Shannon, I was uh, coming to Georgia in 2009 and she knows it was almost impossible to find Mm. a job in 2009, the hiring freezes, nobody wanted to hire. So I was taking any job I could to make ends meet. Remember the Liberty tax, Liberty ladies that used to wave and with the signs for Liberty tax company. Does anybody remember that? Yeah. 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 I was her. I was the Statue of Liberty sign holder outside on the street waving at people because I had to make money. And so part of their marketing department was that it was a school outreach. So we went to different schools and we would put on a little show and I would talk about the Statue of Liberty and I made up a little song and everything. And um, while I'm changing out of my Statue of Liberty costume, I met with the director of Acres Academy and I said, you know, this, this isn't what I normally do. I'm really a pre-K teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so if you need any help, a substitute, anything, um, I'm your girl. And uh, sure enough, she called me like the next week and said, hey, I've got a spot open. Do you want it? And I'm like, absolutely. No more sign waving for me. <laughs> and I've been here ever since. <laughs> so the, the lesson there is kids at home (laughs) when you're going through hard (laughs) times. Um, Never say no. Don't turn down an opportunity because you never know where it might lead. Connections. So that's great. Can can you give us a little bit of the song? Uh, It was um, the Statue of Liberty. She has a crown. She has a crown upon her head. (laughs) It talks about the different parts of her. I love it. I love it. That's great. What a great story. (laughs) Well, you both had a few weeks for all of this to sink in since our visits to your schools. Alana, what does it mean to be Georgia's Pre-K Teacher of the Year? Oh, my gosh. This, is, this means so much to me. This is, um, this is the culmination of years and years of hard work. You know, we work so hard and it is so um, it's amazing to be recognized, you know, for something that we already love to do, but to be recognized by the state of Georgia for the hard work that we put in, the, that this accolade is is the world to me. And I, I really look forward to being the ambassador for pre-K. I can't wait. Shana, what about you? And the same. It's just such an honor. And like she said, we work really hard. I know all pre-K teachers work really hard. Um, it's just, I feel very honored. And I feel like also for me, it's, it's such a, a great thing for my county and my school district and my school um, just to show the great things that we're doing there. 
I'm a piece of a bigger puzzle within my school. And I think that that helps to also spotlight that. Right. And what about your students? How did they, I mean, we were there, but did they know what was happening? (laughs) I don't know. They keep, you know, you saw, I teach mostly um, English language learners. So sometimes the way they describe things, I'm used to it, but it's, it's not the way you might picture a child describing things. They've, they describe it as the day I had my happy birthday. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Remember the day we had your happy birthday. So they knew it was a celebration. I don't know if they fully understood uh, exactly what it was, but it was the day I had my happy birthday. (laughs) What about you, Alana? What about your students? What are they saying? Yeah, they um they gave me a cookie cake and of course I shared it with them and they're like, why are we why are we having cookie cake? And I'm like, because I won a contest. And they're like, what contest? And I'm like, well, they said I was the best teacher. And they're like, really? And I'm like, come on, guys, have some support here. But yeah, there was just like, can we have some cake? And so yeah, it was business as usual for them, you know. I love it. Well, Megan, I know you have a panel of judges that assist you with the interviews and classroom observations. We had six great finalists. What was it about Elena and Shannon that made them stand out? Um, well, I think you can both or all you know, feel the energy, feel the excitement. Um, I think across the board and their their small group videos, their classroom observations and the interviews that we had, they both really came out on top. Just um, you can tell how passionate they are and how excited they are about what they do. Um, And it just truly comes out in in every aspect. So that was great to see that they came out on top. Um, I kind of sit back and I watch everything. I don't get to have a part in it, um, but I get to observe the interviews and I get to see the videos and I get to see the scores from the classroom observations. And truly I could see who was probably going to win, but it was just good to see in numbers that they came out on top and won. Um, And I think also just, you can tell that they're very respected at their schools Um, from the pre-K specialist that has them to the director or the principal, to all their coworkers. I mean, you could just feel the energy around them when we get, got there in the building. Everybody was so excited. Um, so it just it's just a feel-good moment, and I'm excited for both of them. Well, Megan, remind us again what Shannon and Elena receive as our Teachers of the Year. Absolutely. Um, the most important thing is they both receive $3,000 for themselves, um, truly for them to spend on themselves. And we know so many teachers take that money and dump it back into the classroom. So we want them to have that money. And because of that, we also give them a $3,000 check so they can spend on their classroom. So they get their own money and then their classroom gets money and they can honestly do whatever they want with that $3,000. So um, buy items for the, the classroom, do something special for their kids, whatever they want. The sky's kind of the limit. And that's great because you can't always do that with money you get for pre-K. It's very specific um, things you can usually spend it on. So we want them to take that and and enjoy that money and do something special. And then they also receive money for their school, $1,500 to cover the cost of any time they'll be out of the classroom. Um, We'll have them doing things throughout the year. Excited to be back in person for hopefully a lot of things this year um, where we haven't been in the past. And then we're also excited this year. um, We offered both of them the opportunity to go to the NACI conference. 
um, and for us to spend the money to send them there, which is in Washington, D.C. Um, Shannon is going. Unfortunately, Elena is not going. That's because she had surgery and her foot is just not up to mm. walking around Washington, D.C. for four days. So she um, declined and hated to do so. But we're excited for Shannon to have that opportunity to go. And then they'll also both be attending um, the PBIS conference in Atlanta in December. So we'll be offering them really cool things throughout the year, not only the money, but a lot of other cool opportunities. I'm sorry about your foot. Good grief. No, it's it's new and improved. Okay. <laughs> That's good. You're the bionic got the bionic uh, work done now. You I am. I have hardware. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elena and Shannon, um, now that you've been named pre-K teachers of the year for all of Georgia, uh, what was the most challenging parts of this process for you? Elena, let's start with you. Um, I think the most challenging part was going through that final part of the process during the first month mm. of school. I mean, that first month is it's unique in that, you know, the teachers are still learning about the students. The students are still learning about the routines. We're trying to establish baselines. You know, we're figuring out what works what doesn't. And in the midst of that, let's add on a teacher of the year observation, <laughs> a small group video and, uh, and an interview with the panel of judges. I mean, it was right. stressful. <laughs> uh, Shannon, would you agree? I definitely agree. I, <laughs> I told uh, my paraphrase, I said, Oh, I don't know if we can do an observation in the first few weeks of school. That's so stressful, but it went well for me too. I am not somebody who's typically um, steps out for recognition or in any sort of, I like to do what I call flying under the radar and just <laughs> sort of doing my thing in my classroom and working and just focusing on that. So for me, all the recognition and all of that is kind of challenging. I'm sort of an introvert. So for me, that's been challenging, but I think I need it to push myself out of my comfort zone. Well, in your view, why is pre-K so important in the early development and education of a child? And Shannon, I'll start with you this time. I, I do think it's so important. I definitely see being in an elementary school. I see the kindergartners as well as the pre-K students. And I see my students who go from pre-K into kindergarten and how much easier that transition is for them, as opposed to the kids who come in who haven't, who've been at home their whole life. And I just think it's so important. It helps them really hit the ground running in kindergarten. They really start some heavy instruction right away in kindergarten now. And we have a whole year to lay the foundation for the things that they're going to be doing. And I, I really get to see how much easier it is for my students once they've had that year with me just to get acclimated to the school and acclimated to routines, going to the lunchroom, riding the bus. They already know all of that. So when they get to kindergarten, they're ready to, to just learn. They don't have to worry about all of that other stuff. We've already tackled that. And I think that's so important with the pre-K program. Elena, how about you? I totally agree with Shannon. Our goal is to set these kids up for success in their academic career, you know, and we do that, you know, by teaching them how to work in a group, how to work independently, how to think critically, how to discuss literature, how to make connections in science. You know, we want to teach them how to develop a lifelong love of learning. And when they go into 
the upper grades, you know, and on and on, you know, we want them to have that foundation. Like she said, you know, that learning that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not know how to do something, you know, and foster that those, uh, you know, achievements. Okay. You know, and I think that foundation, they do far greater things than if they hadn't had it or if they'd had, you know, an academically based, you know, pre-K that did not teach them social skills and social emotional skills and, you know, those kind of things that we, we, every day. Well, as our teachers of the year, you will be able to make to, to go out and meet and speak with pre-K teachers all over the state. And I'm wondering uh, today, even at this early stage of being teachers of the year, what encouragement would you like to give to pre-K teachers today, Elena? Uh, short and sweet. You can do this. It's, it's overwhelming. And you may think that you can't, but you can. You take one bite at a time and keep going. You mm. can do it. Shannon? I agree. You can do it. It's it's not easy, but you can do it. And work smarter, not harder. I think sometimes we make things so hard for ourselves, but just think about how can I do this more efficiently? Over the years, I've had to really look at that and figure out what can I do to make this job easier for me, but still efficient for my students so that I'm able to do all the things that I need to do. So I think that that's just think about what you're doing. You don't have to do all the things. You don't have to do all the things. Just work smarter, not harder to give your students the best part of you that you can. So you're not stressed and overwhelmed all the time. That's uh, very good advice. Well, as you know, this year we're celebrating the 30th birthday of Georgia's pre-K program. What are your hopes for this program over the next 30 years? Elena, you want to start? (laughs) You know, as teachers, we have to continue to learn and grow and develop professionally. And I hope that, you know, Georgia Pre-K, they continue to grow and learn new strategies for kids to become their most successful selves. And we've had new, you know, techniques and paradigms come through the classroom over, you know, years. And every time the paradigm is new and improved and and it works. So I believe in, you know, the research that's going on behind the scenes, you know, that when it trickles down to us, it's been tried and true. So um, I would hope to see that it improves and that people see value and the quality in Georgia pre-K and that it is absolutely invaluable for your student success, for your child's successful future. What about you, Shannon? I agree with what she said about people seeing the value in pre-K. I think pre-K is such an important program. And I know it's grown so much in the first 30 years. I'd love to see it grow so that even more students can be served. I know we have a waiting list. I know places, you know, so that there's no more waiting lists. And all the kids who want to go get, get that opportunity to go. I think that would be something wonderful to see as we go forward, just in even more expansion in the program. All right, now a chance to get to know you guys on a personal level. We've got a couple of kind of silly questions in a way, but this will sort of allow our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. Um, First question, favorite vacation destination, Shannon? I love the beach. Doesn't really matter where it is. I love going to the beach, although going to the beach with my three children (laughs) is not exactly a vacation but <laughs> I do I love the beach that's where I, I any beach I'm happy there I love it okay Elena 
favorite place I've ever been is Niagara Falls. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Never been. That's interesting. Okay. Who would we find on your playlist, Shannon? (laughs) I'm kind of a, I'm a mix. I love, I've got a thing right now. I have a daughter who's 13 and I am trying constantly to introduce her to 90s music because I think it's just the greatest. (laughs) Um, She does not love it as much as I do, but I I love 90s music, pop and rock, and I like country music. And I also listen to a lot of kids' music, mm-hmm. pop, <laughs> Disney. We're all over the place over right. here. <laughs> what about no you, Elena? In particular, you're just all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Elena? What, what's on your playlist? Um, I'm, I'm a K-pop girl. I love BTS, Monster X, NCT. Anything that's got a good beat and a good dance. All right. I didn't see that coming, but I like that. <laughs> that's interesting. I'm going to Google that, actually. So. Yeah, really, yeah. Got to find out. What yeah. is she talking about? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I kind of know. I'm on the outskirts of it. Yeah. Um, that, that's, the, that's BTS, I know right? BTS. You know BTS. That definitely have that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. Like a that. good beat. I do, too. Um, all right. If you mm-hmm. weren't teaching pre-K... What do you think you'd be doing, Elena? Uh, anything with animals. With animals. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to be a vet, but I didn't. I didn't like science. <laughs> That's kind of hard. That's a little bit of a. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like I wanted to go to law school, but I didn't really want to read that much. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Shannon, how about you? If I didn't teach, I've thought a lot about, I don't know that it's ever been an option for me, but just being a stay-at-home mom with Hmm. my kids, um, I've been really fortunate that my mom has been able to keep them when they're little. But I think that if I wasn't teaching, I would like to stay at home and get to spend that time with them. Most important job in the (laughs) world right there. Absolutely. Well, Elena, if they made a movie about your life, who would you want to play you in the film? Charlize Theron, like the queen in The Huntsman. (laughs) That's a good one. I like that one. Shannon, what about you? Who would you choose? I've thought a lot about this one and nobody jumped out at me, but um, my husband and I were watching a movie the other night and we love Sandra Bullock. We think anything she's Hmm. in is just the greatest. So I'll go with her. Okay. Good choice. I like those. Those are all good choices. Um, Okay, here's the tacky question of the podcast. And this is an annual question for all the teachers of the year. How are you going to spend that $3,000, Elena? Um, Well, I already went out and bought a giant smart TV. Oh, good. And (laughs) I did. And the rest went in savings for now. Well, good for you. You know, there's some really good prices on on TVs right now. So you picked a good time. Very good time. Okay, Shannon, what do you think? I also put some in savings. Um, My husband and I are going on a trip at the end of this week, just a small trip. Today's our anniversary, so we'll use a little for that. And then, I don't know, you know, I have three kids and coming up, so we might have (laughs) to go in that direction with some of it. Oh, yes. I remember those days. Yes. Well, good for you. I think those are all great decisions. Uh, Well, Megan, if someone is listening today and they want to be considered for Georgia's Pre-K Teacher of the Year next year, when do nominations open and how does all that work? 
Sure. Um, so the application period will open in February. I don't have an exact date yet. We have a new and improved process this year where everything's going to be online, which is super exciting. Um, and so what we'll do is we'll post information on the decal website um, probably in the beginning of February about when that is going to be open. And then we will also send out an email to all of the project directors and teachers to let them know that the application's open and they can go and apply. So um, February, 2023. All right. It'll be here before you know it. It seems like we turn around, we just get to know them so well, and then it's time for some new teachers of the year. Yes, uh, But that's the way the, the program works. And it's always exciting to continue to really uplift and recognize these important roles of not only the teachers of the year, but their um, the assistant teachers that they have, as well as the directors and the programs. Such an important program. Well, this has been great. And uh, again, congratulations to Elena and Shannon. We're looking forward to getting to know you better over the coming year. Uh, but for now, congratulations. And we are so proud of you. Thank you so much. And Megan, as always, thanks for all the information. We look forward to having you back. No problem. Congratulations, ladies. Look forward to working with you. Thank you. Now, what are your questions for Commissioner Jacobs? Let's go to the water cooler. Hello, my name is Yolanda Harris and I work in the Applicant Service Unit in Atlanta. My question for Commissioner Jacobs is, how do you deal with the traffic in Atlanta? Well, hey, uh, Yolanda, and thank you so much for uh, the question. I will have to say traffic in Atlanta has definitely picked back up in uh, the recent months. And you just have to be prepared for the unexpected because you never know what you're going to get. I usually try to just relax and know it's completely out of my control and uh, just listen to either a podcast or in the morning, I do like to listen to the Burt show because it has nothing to do with what my job has to do. With. <laughs> um, you think I'd be listening to, you know, NPR or at least Scott, our friend Scott Slade. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, to make sure I'm up to date on the news of the day, but I don't, I like to listen to nothing that has to do with work. Um, and then on the way home, sometimes I will listen to like a leadership podcast or maybe not. Um, but you, you never know. You can't, you can't predict it. You just have to go with the flow. And one thing, now you live in Cobb County. Right. I live in Buckhead. We both deal with traffic. It really doesn't matter if you're close in or a little further out. You're going to deal with traffic just about everywhere you go. So it, it's one of those things. Welcome to Atlanta. Yeah. Pack your patience. Exactly. That's what you're going to have to do. Pack your so. patience. There's nothing you can do about it. And it's unpredictable. Mm -mm. What, what do you hear from our employees that are now able to work from home? Do they see that as a benefit, the more flexible schedules that we allow at this point? Yes, definitely. And a lot of it comes down to I'm not sitting in traffic for you know two plus hours. And so I have so much more time to um, get things done at home. And mm -hmm. you know, even for me, when I it can just throw off your whole day um, just because you're frustrated that you're sitting in traffic or you're like, why am I sitting in traffic for an hour and I can be at home working? Right. So, yeah, I do think that um, our decal staff appreciate that flexibility so that they don't have to sit in traffic on a daily basis. They've reclaimed that time. That's right. That's right. Time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Here's the question. Name one of our two new Georgia's Pre-K Teachers of the Year for 2022-2023. Name one of our two new Georgia's Pre-K Teachers of the Year for 
and 2023. Send your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers and you will win a nice prize. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for listening to the decal download podcast. The Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning improves outcomes for children and families by strengthening early learning experiences and partnership with early education programs, professionals, stakeholders, families, and communities. Their vision is that every child in Georgia will have equal access to high-quality early care and education. For more information, visit their website at decal.ga.gov. Join the conversation at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs. Thank you.